0: see, we're the bride of Christ. Please remember that. All of us, male and female, we're the bride of Christ. We are not preparing to meet him. Revelations chapter 19. See, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. The bridegroom is coming. And you think he wouldn't leave us a message to let us know what we're supposed to be doing while he's doing what he's doing? You think he'll leave something like that for us? A little sticky note or something? He would let us know we are supposed to be preparing, and this is what I'm talking, this is the preparation I'm talking about. Now, we're going to where? We're going to Revelation chapter 19. See, understand the relationship and how wonderful this relationship is. 19th chapter of Revelation, chapter 6, I mean, verse 6. We're in Revelation 19, verse 6. It says, And I heard, as it were, the voice of great multitudes and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thundering, saying, Hallelujah, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Isn't that beautiful? There's even a song like that. Mormon people sing that song. Uh, He said, verse 7, Let us be glad and rejoice, and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb has come. See, this is what's about to happen. This marriage of the Lamb. He said, it's come, and the wife have done something that we're supposed to be doing now. What did the wife do? Made herself ready. ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. For the what? The fine linen is the righteousness of saints. So this bride needs to be practicing righteousness. Y'all Remember? Y'all remember bride stuff? Who, who's married or been married? Think about this. You're married. Right before, How much money do you spend on your wedding? Why? Because it's a special day. And you get all dolled up, don't you? I've never seen a bride that didn't try to look pretty. <laughs> Have you? No. I mean, they're looking the best they can look on this wedding day why it's a special day see it used to be they wanted to prepare for this great man that was coming sometimes now it's just because i want to look good on my pictures but what we want to do is understand that you are sitting there preparing yourself see in the custom of uh, uh, the jewish custom of weddings a woman was raised to be a wife. A man was raised to be a husband. That's, that was priority number one. That was the culture. And that's when, when Christ was telling us about these things, this is where he was living. This is what he was practicing. And when, you, and, and when, the, when the bride, she, she, she everything that she could do, she made sure she was ready didn't have crust in her eyes, did she? Her nails weren't dirty. She was preparing for this. It took a lot of work. Anybody who is planning a wedding or had planned a wedding, it's a, it's a headache. Why? Because you want to make sure everything is what? Just right. What are we doing now? Because the marriage of the lamb is come. Are we doing that too? Or do we have dirty nails? Do we have raggedy dresses? Are we not even caring about the caterer? What are we doing, preparing for the marriage of the lamb? If we're going to be the bride, we should be so focused on saying, man, the Lord, my husband is, is my, my future husband is coming, and I gotta be ready for it. Because I know he's perfect. I know he's right. I know he's able. I have to be at least trying to be that. what are we doing? See, he said, I already, the, the bridegroom said, I already got your outfit. It's called the fine linen, the righteousness of the saints. He said, I got that to put on you. He said, you won't even put it on. He said, I made a way for you. See, when the, bride ca- when the bridegroom came, he would come and have that meeting, and, and, and he would go after, after he got the permission, and, and, and she said, yes, and this, I'm, I'm talking about us tonight. He said, look, after you said yes, Jesus, I'll accept you as my Savior. He said, oh, very good, very good. Now, look, now let me tell you about what that means. And then he goes, and he, ta- he sets this thing up, and he says, oh, my, my future bride, uh, I love you so much. I'm going to bring you this gift. And you know what the gift of Christ was? He came and gave up his life for you. Remember he said that no greater love than a man has. He laid down his life for his friend. He said, oh dear, dear bride, I lay down my life for you. I, I want you to know how serious I am. I want you to know I will never leave you. He said, I'm going to do this for you. To show you I'm real and I'm serious about this marriage. Did he do that for us? Mm-hmm. Go to John 14. Because he said, look now, I'm not going to let you be blindsided by what I expect and what being married to me means. That's one thing about weddings and one thing about marriage and how wonderful it is and why God used that particular uh, 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 celebration to describe uh, his relationship with us. See, Jesus didn't shack up with his bride. Did he? No. Why? Because it wasn't righteous. It used to be, you know what it used to be? Uh, that things were so pure. You know when you say, you can now kiss the bride, you can salute your bride. You know what? That used to be the first time you kissed your bride. It was the first time. Because why? Because you, you got to know her, but only on a certain level. Wouldn't that be wonderful now that the first time you kissed your bride was on your wedding day? We having trouble with other stuff, ain't we? Well, I'm going to get married, so we might. Oh, if you could just see how far away we really are. And you see, when you see how far away we are, we see the love of God and how wonderful his grace is. Amen. Come on. Oh, don't be ashamed. John 14. John 14. Let's go to verse 1. The Lord says, this is part of this preparation. He said, I'm going to go prepare, and I need you to go prepare." He said, verse 1 of John 14, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. For in my Father's house are what? Many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. What did he say? I go to do what? Prepare a place for you. That was the custom. He was trying to teach them, I'm about to go and do my job, which is to prepare a place for you so when I come again, hey, it's going to be beautiful for you. He said, uh, uh, verse 3 says, And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And whether I go, you know, and the way you know. He said, let me, let me calm your nerves. If I leave, I'm coming back. I'm going to prepare a place just like the, the, the bridegroom goes and prepares a house for his bride. Yeah. He goes and says, I'm going to make this up. My father has many mansions, and I'm about to go prepare one for you. See, you'll finally understand where Christ is and what he's doing now. He is preparing a place for us. So if he is preparing a place, what should we be doing? Go to first job. Go to first job. Oh, we got to make ourselves ready. Oh, and it's, it's such a privilege. The God of the universe is coming for you. He said, man, I, 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 you told me, you, you accepted me. You remember that night or that day or whenever you said you found the Lord? Yes. It used to be in old churches. Some of y'all remember. I deacon stand up. I found the Lord June the 10th, 1942. And that's the last time that deacon saw the Lord. But there was a day, because it was a monumental day. There was a point in their lives where their lives were supposed to change. See, when you say, yes, I'll marry you, How about when you said that to your husband? I'll marry you. Did that counsel all other dudes? Mm -hmm. It's supposed to. (laughs) And when you said, will you be my wife, does that counsel all other women? So why do we have a God before him?